The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terragard. Last time on a very good adventuring team. Combat with the giant lizards raged on. Fjorten encouraged Stu to run on down the road. Stuart got the wagon going, with Fjorten and Peter hopping on. However, Jeff was not able to climb aboard as well. Luckily, they were able to defeat the foes anyway and got back on the road. There were two lucky finds in their travels, a pipe and some flasite, a.k.a. flas as the kids call it. Fjorten also found a sharp piece of obsidian, perhaps a knife in a past life. Just when everything seemed like it was going to turn into another combat encounter, it did. We rejoin our heroes as they fend off a pack of bandits. We move over to Peter. Peter, you've got Jezanthopus on the ground to your east. Dicky the knife, uh, quite a ways to the south of you. What would you like to do with yourself? I'm going to hide behind the wagon. Cool, cool, good start. So, uh, got that going for me. And then, uh, so Jazanthopus is, um, how's he looking? Is he bloodied? What's, uh, what's his deal? Uh, definitely, yeah, let's just call him bloodied. He's just barely not there. I'll cast, uh, what has he got for a weapon? Does he have any metal armor, weapons, shoes, what have you? Got leather armor, but he does have a scimitar and a crossbow. Uh, the scimitar is currently sheathed, and he was holding the crossbow, but the scimitar is, oh, I don't know, resting against his leg, let's say. Okay. Well, I'll cast heat metal on a sword, scimitar, if you will. Right on. Uh, we'll not have the opportunity to drop it as usual, but you can do your damage as normal. That would be four. Four damage. Wait, is it a constitution save? I thought it was just like a, a normal, or a, it always hit. Heat metal. Let me just look this up again, because maybe I reread it last. It's got the whole thing, if it doesn't drop it, 
Oh, that's if it doesn't not if it doesn't drop the object that has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. That's what it is. All right, so it is automatic damage. He does take the four. He is now pretty darn fucked up, and because the weapon, uh, oh, you know what? Well, let's see here. The weapon is in a scabbard, but let's just say he gets a constitution saving throw to try and take it out of there and throw it. Oh, fuck no. He's laying on the ground. He can't get an arm or whatever over there, so this thing just heats up against his leg and burns the shit out of his thigh, and there's nothing he can do about it. All right, so he will have disadvantage on his next turn. Anything else on your turn, Peter? I'm good. Cool, cool. It is now Gisanthropus's turn. He's going to take half his movement to stand up again. He will boldly grasp the hint, uh, <laughs> the hint, the hilt of his scimitar. And he is going to take some scimitar attacks at Fjorten. First one with a 14, which I think misses. Um, actually, that might hit. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. Damn. Yeah, 13 is my class. Oh, and I'm sorry. He had disadvantage. Disadvantage, yes. So that's it. actually an eight, which misses. Fantastic. Um, and then it's going to take its second attack, which is another eight, and it's another miss. Well, that's a fantastic move. Thank you so much. Yeah. Gisanthropus, or Jizzy, as he's known to his friends. <laughs> Has a very unsuccessful turn. We begin round two with Dicky the Knife. Dicky the Knife is going to. Uh, Dicky the Knife is going to drop out of sight, uh, and I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a secret sneaky roll for him. Oh, there's no way you guys didn't see that. So this guy, Dicky the Knife, creeps off the back of this ledge. And he thinks he's being super sneaky, but you see him. You see him as he passes between a couple of rocks here, and you know exactly where he is. Fjorten, it's over to you. I think the old cartoons. He's doing the tippy toes thing, but you can totally hear the high notes on the piano playing as he goes by. That's exactly right. Well, I'm excited that. Um, I won't call him Jizzy because we're not friends, but mm. the Anthropus in front of me is there because I get to finally try out this great axe hey. I picked up from a mark. So I go ahead and swing that at him, Aww. and I get a six. Mm. Yeah, you miss. Oh. It doesn't go well. I mean, it's your first time with the great axe. It's, it's, you know, it's hard. It is. Yep, it is. And... You know, the one thing that I forgot to ask about... Oh, you do have proficiency with, with a bunch of shit. Okay, I thought you maybe didn't have proficiency. You know what? Looking at that, though, I, it's, I see battle axe, I see hand axe, but I do not have great axe, which I assume would be different since all those axes are different. Well, so I was actually wondering how you had all those different proficiencies, because usually it's just a proficiency in martial weapons. I just took it off the player's handbook under dwarf. So maybe you don't have proficiency. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, because even just looking at it right now, you have proficiencies with battle axes, hand axes, light hammers, and war hammers for dwarven combat training. Hmm, so you might not be able to effectively use your great axe. I mean, you could still attack with it, but you'd lose your proficiency bonus, which would be lame. Yeah. Either way, swing and a miss this time around. Would you like to move or do anything else on your turn? 
Nope, I'm gonna just twirl in a circle, missing him completely, end up where I'm at, and prepare for the ready. Right on. Jeff, it is over to you. You definitely saw Gizanthropus struggle up and take some swings at Fjorten. A whole lot of missing going on over there. And then you saw Dickie the Knife head to your south around this little pillar. What would you like to do with your turn? Uh, I saw Gizanthropus take a swing at my good buddy Fjorten, and that triggered my enrage even further. So I run over there, ah, 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 yelling the whole way. I take a big swing. You're so angry. Take your swing. 24. 24 will definitely hit. Or 14. Um, man, tell me how you execute this guy. Um, so I'm running, so I'm gonna use all my momentum. Like, three steps away from him, I bring it back. And just come right down on his head. And it's like a... If somebody had dropped a pumpkin from a great height, it just (laughs) splatters him. Front row at a Gallagher show. Yep, exactly. Oh man. Well, Fjorten, there goes your uh there goes your outfit. I was gonna say it gets all over Fjorten. <laughs> yeah, it gets all over me and then I just give a little oh, so that's how it's done. Kaboom. One less combatant. Dickie the knife is the only one that remains. Peter, you're hidden behind that uh that wagon. Is uh is Dickie hidden too? Uh, Dickie is, like, you can't see Dickie directly, but you, he did not sneak successfully, so you know where Dickie is. But is he, like, um, is he in, like, full cover, or what's, what's it? Yeah, he's full cover from you right now. You'd have to move a whole bunch to your south to be able to get a, an actual view of, of Dickie. Now, these, like, what are these, like, hills, mounds, do I have to climb up these things, or can I, what kind of movement do I have? On any of the flat spaces, your movement is normal for every one of the um, lines. So imagine it's like a topographical map. For every one of them you wanted to go up, it'll cost you five feet. Because they're five feet up. It's a lot. What do I have for movie? 30 movement. Okay. Well, I'll, um... What should I do with Dickie the stupid fucking knight? I want to run... Can I get to there? Yeah, let's say you can get to there. To the edge of that first rock face. No, I, I can't really see him yet, I assume. Uh, he is obscured to your vision currently. And and I assume I'm obscured from him, so... Also correct. Then I'll, um... I'm just gonna sit here. Excellent. It's as close as I can get. We begin round three of combat as I put my cat down. My poor, attention-starved cat. She's just been a shit ever since I got home because I actually had to go into the office today so she didn't get a full 10 hours of attention yeah like what a waste of a day what a waste of a day Dickie the knife 5, 10, 15, 20 let's see what's Dickie the knife gonna do Dickie the knife still thinks that they're hidden so they are going to sneak around to the far side of this uh, pillar thingamabob and uh, lay in wait Fjorten, it's over to you. And you do still know where he is, by the way. He's still... His failure to sneak is still uh, active. All right. I know where he's at. You know where he's at. You all know where he's at. And does he know that both of his compadres are kind of uh, kaput? I think he would by this point. Yeah, let's say he knows they're both dead. All right. Well, he's getting closer to my 
buddies here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move over kind of to the south, uh, southeast of where I am. And I'm going to cast Web. Ooh. Because I do not want this guy going anywhere when he sees the terrifying Jeff. Right on. There we are. So I'm going to use my massive, thicky, sticky webbing and make a 12-foot cube and go ahead and try to attach it attach it to uh, his surroundings there. He is right up next to a cliff wall. Mm-hmm. All right, and you can do that 60 feet, which you are in range of. Each creature that starts its turn in its webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity saving throw on a failed the creature is restrained for a long as it remains. You get a 20 by 20 cube. How's that white 20 by 20 cube look to you? I think that looks fantastic. Excellent. So that's all over Dickie the knife. And... Cool. Anything else on your turn? No. That expended me pretty well. Mm. Keep concentrating on my web. Keep concentrating on your web. Jeff, it's over to you. You're about 40 feet away from homie. Yeah, it's too far. He is covered in Fjorten's thick ropes that are going to keep him from getting away. Alright, I can run to here. And I have line of sight. I'm being so mad. I want to throw my hammer at him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I do not have a thing for throwing my hammer. Let's see here. A thrown war hammer. I'm just trying to find a good... uh, good rule for this I'm not seeing a good quick ruling on how you would do this other than maybe improvised weapon stuff so I think what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to say you're going to get your normal damage roll uh, and your normal attack bonus but I'm going to have you roll your attack at disadvantage (laughs) 8 Ooh, and that's a critical miss uh, you wheel back, you grab your hammer, you hurl it at Dickie the knife, and it just, it gets mangled up in Fjorten's thick hot ropes, and, uh, unfortunately does not connect with its target. Not enough to do damage. Ah! Uh. <laughs> but you did attempt to do damage, so you still maintain your rage. Anything else on your turn? Nope. Peter, over to you. Alright, so that square is where all the webbing is yep touch my webbing i don't i don't want to get i don't want to get coated in your thick webbing is it hot too um it's cooling down it's still lukewarm now okay so it was hot so now it's it's like a steamy yeah 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 if you had glasses it would kind of steam up your glasses i'm going to cast victor's attractive laughter on dickie the knight excellent I don't think I've had a successful cast of this yet, so let's see what happens. That is going to require... That's going to require a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw from Dickie the Knife. Ooh, 21. Dickie is so covered in ropes, he can't be amused by anything right now. Is there anything else you would like to do on your turn, Peter? No, I'll just give Dickie the finger. Fuck you, buddy. (laughs) You didn't fall victim this time to Victor's attractive laughter. Victor's attractive laughter? Victor's attractive laughter. The components for that spell is tiny tarts and a feather. 
I love the tiny tarts part. I got like some sweet tarts in my pocket. You're a tart toter? Hmm? A tea tarter. Dicky the knife. Dicky the knife. What you gonna do on your turn, Dicky? Dicky wants to GTFO. But he does. Dicky is. He can now see the corpses of his compatriots. And. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna mix this up. Dicky's a lady. She does. She wants to get out of here. And. Is gonna need to make a. Dexterity saving throw to see if they are restrained. Oh, damn. Dicky nimble. That's an 18. Dicky quick. Dicky got out of my hot sticky webs. Uh huh. Dicky is unable to be webbed by your web spell. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. A uh, creature restrained by the webs can use its action to break free, but it doesn't need to do that because it never got restrained. Am I reading this right? There's just basically no negative effect then? Nope. Dicky the knife runs 60 feet away, having taken the dash action on her turn. Dicky ain't caught up in no webs from no man. And now it is over to you, Fjorten. You are watching the back of Dicky flee. Rules lawyer. Am I allowed to ask Jeff how far he can move? I think you know how far Jeff can move, so yes, you Jeff, can ask him. How far can you move? 30. I'm going to try to do a long strider, but I mean, he's just so far gone. Well, I'm going to go ahead and yell out into the wasteland. Yeah, you better run. Nice. And pretty much just kind of feel satisfied. Okay. Jeff? What would you like to do? One thing to do. A dash. Oh. That doubles your movement, right? It does. Uh-oh. But I cannot attack, correct? Uh, you cannot attack. Um, yeah, you would not be able to attack as you went through there. Um, and if you don't attack or take damage, you will not be, uh, you'll not be in a rage. The the big man will always go for him. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Can I kick one of his feet behind the other one? <laughs> uh, that would be an attack action and I cannot grant you that alright so I just run up to him you're like a somebody trying to intimidate somebody in a mall you just run up and like puff up your chest but don't actually hit him alright I wanted to tackle him or something but I cannot alas that's cool Peter it's up to you on what you're going to do next I'm going to cast Victor's attractive laughter Hey, Victor's attractive laughter. That'll be a wisdom saving throw that gets failed. Well, I mean, it's also only a range of 30 feet, right? Aw, snap. Rules lawyer on your own team. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to save him a... Well, that's fine. I mean, I can move 30 Well, how far away is this guy from me? If you... Yeah, I'm going to say that you can get... Uh, you can scoot over, so let's kind of retcon this a little bit that you ran over there. You'd have to get to just on the other side of this. Yep, right to there. That gets you within 30 feet. Maybe I'm being a little generous with the measurement, but not by much. And your victor's attractive laughter is a success. Finally. Yes. You did succeed one other time on that, though, I think early on. I think the first time you cast it, it succeeded. Now he, uh, target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated 
unable to stand up for the duration, which is up to uh, up to one minute if I concentrate. Damn, and there's no save that gets you back out of this. Does not look like it. Oh wait, at the end of each of its turns, and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. Target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. On a success, the spell ends. Cool. So, Dickie the Knife falls down in very attractive laughter. Victor's, in fact, attractive laughter. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yell out to my team. All right, he's uh, he's down for the count. Don't attack him until we got him surrounded. Well, we begin round five. Dickie the Knife's turn is going to take another wisdom saving throw to see if they get over how funny you are. That's a 10, which means a no. And we move over to Fjorten. I'm still back here. You're quite a ways Relaxing away. Relaxing and... What's up? I said you're quite a ways away. Yeah, yeah. And then I, uh, I heard him say this and have whatever fluid drugs I have in my hand. Just like, oh, well, that was... Oh, my God. And then I just drop everything and then do my double dash here for uh, 50 feet. And I end up right... By Peter. <laughs> you run through your own web. You pass by uh, Jeff's hammer on the way. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I did. I wasn't even thinking. I mean, I did what I did. I just ran near it. As you can tell, um, observation isn't my uh, highest point at this when I'm excited. <laughs> as you can tell. And so I uh, just wanted to be here for my team. It's just so happy to be here, guys. Cool. Anything else on your turn? No. Nope, we're here. Right on. Jeff, it is back to you. So I heard, and Peter yelled what he yelled. So I'm going to wait. Okay. I said it a moment ago, but I'm going to reiterate. You don't have your warhammer. Uh, how far away is it? Remember earlier when you threw it? Yeah. Uh, how far away is it? I think it's probably in here somewhere. Or where was the web? I think that if you took the dash action on your turn, you could run over there, grab it, and retrieve it, and get back to where you are. All right, let's do that. Huzzah, hacha! You run over, you retrieve, you run back. I was getting ready to pummel that guy with my fists. I knew I didn't have my hammer. <laughs> I mean, it'd have been pretty fun to watch that happen too. But and Peter, it is over to you. I'm going to. I'm going to get on the other side of. Dicky, basically, he's going to be between Jeff and I now. Okay. You are surrounding Dicky. You are continuing to concentrate, and it would have taken a dash action to get all the way over there. Yeah, so I'm going to wait for Fjordan. Cool. Round six begins. Dicky the knife. Another chance at a wisdom saving throw. That one is a 16. I'm going to guess that Oof. exceeds your saving throw. It does. Dicky the knife. Is no longer incapacitated. However, that saving throw happens at the end of their turn, so they're not even able to get up. Fjorten, it's over to you. I'm gonna do a little scooch to in front of Jeff, besides Peter, and I'm gonna do a great axe slap. Try this one more time now that I'm uh, used to the weight and everything. Great axe slap. And that's gonna be for. Oh, a four. That's for a four. You are wow. not used to this weapon yet. I am not. I thought I was, but uh, exhausted by the walk, I guess. I don't know. 
you walk swiftly all the way over there and you just like you're just like butterfingers with the axe and <laughs> you don't drop it but you just you can't quite get into a spot where you can hit him hit her dicky the knife all right am i in my turn unsatisfied unsatisfied jeff it's over to you what are you gonna do about dicky uh, i'm gonna swing my warhammer to old dicky here 20 20 will hit or nine total of nine damage for dicky dicky takes that nine anything else on your turn peter over to you does dicky get a saving throw after uh no dicky succeeded on the saving throw last time around so dicky's already outside of victor's attractive laughter oh yeah right on all right so i'm just gonna take swing with my long sword for 18 do it for 18 uh do the damage i suppose i should have said and nine. Oh, you are also doing nine a lot of niner nine to the dick anything else on your turn Dicky the knife on her turn at the beginning of round seven draws to her full height sees her method of escape is blocked by peter by fjorton by jeff and in a desperate attempt to get away is going to make three attacks against peter oh wow the first one is going to be a scimitar attack with a 22 the second one will be a scimitar attack also scoring a 22 the last one will be a dagger with an eight that looks like a hit a hit and a miss it is peter you're gonna take a total of 16 damage from those two attacks that successfully struck a nine and a seven and the turn passes over to fjorton Alright, seeing how I'm looking at uh, Dicky just really taking the hammer, or the, the knife to my buddy here, I'm going to do a thunder wave on him. Hitting, hopefully hitting him, and then shooting him against this ledge that he's right by. Alright, thunder wave emanates out from you in a 15 foot cube. Demonstrate to me which, which, uh, here, I'll tell you what, I'll resize this web box from over here show me where that's gonna be oh i see what you're getting at because i'd probably hit my buddies too huh uh basically you've got a choice of which buddy to hit yeah i didn't think about that i think jeff would be able to take it a little bit um why can't it be diagonal like a diagonal because i think it's gonna be either like right over here or i see what you're talking about so if you look at the uh the white box here so the it always originates from you and you are always in the center of that cube. I'm going to delete some of your... Oh, please do. Yeah, I was trying to get that too. <laughs> you deleted yourself. I'll put you back. We need like a, a chart that shows like the diagram of how spells work. Uh, it is in the player's handbook. On It is on page 204 of the player's handbook. So your point of origin is always on the face of the cube, so you could either do this, which is on the board right now, which would encompass Dickie the Knife and Jeff, or you could originate it in the other direction, again getting Dickie the Knife and Peter. You could also try and move, but there's really not a way to not get at least one of your compatriots at this spell. Yeah, I didn't think about that, and I'm guessing it's too late in the game to do a retcon on that. No, let me let me take this back, because what you could do is you could move backwards 10 feet and have it cast from there and just get Dicky. 
You see what I got there? That'd be the smart move. Yeah, I, I do see that. I mean, uh, I take a step back and I cast Thunder Wave, hopefully hitting Dicky and slamming him toward that rock. Just the Dicky. All right, Just that's going to be a constitution saving throw from uh, the bandit captain. Whoop. Mm, that is a 19, I believe. So what's that, a uh, half damage and they are not pushed? That's correct. All right. It's a good damage roll, though. 11, so they're going to take a grand total of 5. Yep. Anything else on your turn, Fjordan? There will be nothing else. All right. Jeff, it is back over to you. Take a big swing with my trusty Warhammer. 12. Uh, you do have advantage because and Peter is right on the other side of Dicky, so that's a little bit of flanking. Oh, you shit. You get that 22. For 8 damage. Grand total of 8 damage. You have got Dicky the knife down to bloodied. Right on. Shucks, howdy, VGAT fans. Welcome back to the mid-roll. I know, this is totally your favorite part, right? The part where right in the middle of shit happening, I just interrupt at a random time to tell you about things that aren't playing d and I knew you loved it. It's everybody's favorite. I do have some fantastic news to share today, though, and that is uh, we have a new patron. Please welcome to the front row of heaven, Christopher. Christopher, from all of us here at VGAT, thank you so, oh, so much for becoming a patron. You are now a proud patron of what can only be called the arts. I mean, sure, we have a bunch of statues and shit from ancient Rome, but we also have a bunch of their dick drawings that stood the test of time. Who knows? Maybe VGAT is the dick drawing of the modern world. And, uh, you know, you're a part of that now, Christopher. An accomplice of sorts. Perhaps even partially to blame, or even legally culpable. Who knows? Don't think about it. But seriously, though, thanks for joining us, friend. We are super happy to have you here. And you know who else is happy to see you here? All of your new friends. Son of Sofa Man, DM Rob, Victor, Justin, as well as Justin, Jimothy K. Meeplebeefs, Devin, Chad, Christopher, Bryant. And you know what? You don't get all the credit, Bryant. We're saying Emily, too. Gerg Murky, Kathy, Amber, Brian, Bay Area Beer Socials, as I love to call them, Babs. Jody, Aaron, and of course, Eloise. You are all wonderful. You are all super special, super fantastic people, and I am so glad to be even remotely associated with all of you. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Now, you may wonder, what good does it do me personally to become a patron of VGAT? Well, let me tell you, absolutely nothing. That's right, you get diddly squat. Well, okay, so that's a lie. Sometimes you get stuff, but it's rare and we don't promise anything. That's because we're all grown-ass adults who do this for fun on the side and we don't expect to be quitting our day jobs anytime soon. But, you know, all joking aside, we are really grateful for all of you for helping us keep this podcast rolling. Obviously, good quality gear is not cheap and we want to keep ourselves rolling on good quality audio for all of you. Your contributions directly helped us refresh our gear for the second campaign, and man, is that a noticeable difference in our sound. 
We're super happy with that, and we have you to thank. It also contributes to us getting original artwork done that ties in with the world and characters. You can go to the vgat.com slash artwork to see all of the works that we've had done, plus a crabocado. Plus, it just makes us all feel really nice and special, and people who feel special make funny adventures. So again, thank you all so much. We love you. Okay, friends, I feel like I have interrupted long enough. Let's get all of you back into the action. Peter. It is over to you. You got pretty fucked up on that last hit. What are you going to do with yourself? I'm going to disengage. Cool, cool. I'm going to disengage, run, run away. <laughs> Ow. Run away. That was really very painful. The other, other side of the hill behind Fjorden and Cower. Right on. Um. And then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll use my bonus action to give... Uh, Jeff, some bardic inspiration. Sweet. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. That just made me think of the intro to the Bill Nye the Science Guy song. Jeff, Bill, Jeff, Bill, Jeff. Bill, 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 Nye the Science Guy. All right, so we have round eight begins Dickie the Knife's turn again. We've got a lot of extended combat lately. Uh, Dickie the Knife sees Fjorten in the way, sees Jeff in the way, and let's see, they're gonna make a decision about how to flee, or how to stand. Man, they don't see any way out of this but violence. Dickie turns those knives against Jeff. You are gonna get a scimitar, a scimitar, and a dagger, and those rolls are an 18, a 17, and an 11. The first two scimitars hit. The last does not. Okay. You're going to get a total of nine damage as Dickie flails out, connecting twice but missing on the third. And then we skip over to Fjorten's turn. Man, I see this guy just stabbing away like a trapped raccoon or something. Like a slashy, stabby soldier. Like a slashy, stabby... Yeah, I know he's... This is what I think of when I think of slashy, stabby soldier. He's going to get me off. Or she. <laughs> so let's go ahead and... Bum, 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 bum. I'm going to go a different route here. Need to go. I don't want to make a, the same mistake as last time, so I'm reading the description. <laughs> Usually a good idea. Yeah. So I'm going to do another backup, uh, kind of to the south, and cast Entangle in this 20-foot square around me. I mean, in front of me. Grasping weeds and vines sprout up from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground into difficult terrain. Creature in the area when you cast a spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. Well, let's get a little strength saving throw. And is that going to be on his turn right now? I uh, believe that happens as you cast the spell, right? All right. 
Uh, that is going to be a 20 from the bandit captain. The bandit captain is not restrained, but the ground around will still be difficult terrain for them. Fudge. God, this guy just won't stalk. And I'll go ahead and use a bonus action healing word once again for my buddy Jeff. I drew a little box on the map there. Does that look like where you'd like your difficult terrain to be? That exactly where it should be. And that'd be another four hit points for Jeff, please. Perfect. Jeff, take your four hit points, and then take your turn. All right, let's see if we can finish this asshole. Regrettably, a swing and a miss. Hey, don't don't forget you have that inspiration die that I gave you. What does that entail? Uh, you have a d6 that you can roll to add to this to add to this roll if you'd like. Hmm. Yes, I would like uh, four more for fourteen. All right, on. Regrettably. Dickie's AC is 15. Ah, Bardic back. inspiration did not inspire you sufficiently today. Good sir. Would you like to move or do anything else on your turn? Oh, wait. Okay. Peter, back to you. I'm going to cast Victor's Attractive Laughter again. <laughs> is that? That must be... Yeah, it's a level one. Okay. All right. What do I need here? Another wisdom saving throw from the bandit captain. Kapwing, the bandit captain with a 17, is just not going to be restrained or laughed or whatever. Actually, how many bardic inspirations do I get a day? Two at least by now, right? Don't you get one per level or something? Or then your dice goes up over time too. Number of times equal to my charisma modifier, which two. So I got one more. So I will use my bardic inspiration to once again attempt to inspire my friend Jeff. Nice. You bardic inspire. Jeff, you are inspired bardically. So inspired. (laughs) Anything else on your turn, Peter? That'll do it. That'll do. Round nine of combat. This is absurd for 5e. Here we go. Dickie the knife, still enraged. Not really technically enraged, but angry nonetheless. Jeff, you're going to get a couple more attacks here. A scimitar, a scimitar, a dagger. That is a 19, 19, and 23. All three hit. You're going to take them all. Boom, boom, and boom. That is going to be a total of 18 damage to you, good sir. And I'm dead. (gasps) Gasp. Oh, you're not really dead, but you are unconscious. And we'll start making death saves when it gets back around to your turn here. Dickie the Knife, however, seeing that Jeff is fallen, is going to take some movement. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet around this rock pillar and scoot and skedaddle as far from y'all as they can. Fjorten, it's over to you. That really just puts a damper on the situation. Um, I can't really do anything to help out uh, Jeff, can I? There's no resurrection spells at the moment uh the best thing that you could do for jeff right now and i don't know that we ever actually really got to this situation in previous games and whatnot but if a character is dropped down to zero hit points they are unconscious and begin making death saves that's really weird that you keep saying that's correct (laughs) it's throwing me off um anyway so you get uh well it's not wrong i mean this is Okay, anyway, sorry. That's correct. 
So, uh, Jeff is now unconscious, and he will start taking death saves. If he fails three death saves, and by the way, a one does count for two failures, and a 20 counts for two successes. If Jeff fails three times, he is actually dead, and we just have to scrap this whole thing and start a new podcast. Um, but what you could do right now, Fjordan, is you could run over there and make a medicine check to try to stabilize, so you'd be unconscious, but not dying. And is this area in front of me that's still counting as a, uh... Well, actually, no, I can break concentration, which will should break that, uh, that terrain spell in front of me. Yes, sir. And then I will go ahead and run and do just that. Thank you for the refresher on that. And do a medicine. Let me get Merce, uh, medicine roll. That will be a 10. Uh, I'm going to take your first one, which was an 18. It looks like it got clicked twice. Uh, with an 18, you are able to stabilize your friend Jeff, who is unconscious, but not dying. And Fjordan, I'm going to have you roll me a 1d4. That'll be a 1. For a 1, Jeff will be unconscious for one hour. Okay. All right. That will take up most of your turn, unless you wanted to do a bonus action. I'm going to try to pick up his head with both my arms, because he's such a huge guy, and just look at Dickie the knife. You bastard! Mm-hmm. And that'll be my turn. Cool. Jeff, you are unconscious, so you don't get to do anything right now. Peter, it's back over to you. Is there anything you would like to do? These things are five feet tall, these little ridges on the top of top of the topographical map here. Yes, sir. So, let's see. If I'm, like, over here, would I be able to see him at all? Um, looking straight south from where you're at, if you get to where you're indicating on the map, you would still have a ten-foot wall between the two of you, so I don't think so. What if I get to here? Uh, I think if you go one square to the right of what you're indicating there, yeah, I think that would give you line of sight. Just barely. I think they're going to have half cover because you do have a five-foot wall between them, so they'd have a plus two to AC and whatnot. Um, but yes, you do have line of sight from where you're at now. All right. I'm going to run up to my friend Jeff, but I'm going to take another one more chance at uh, casting Victor's Attractive Laughter. Because, hey, <laughs> why the hell not? Why the hell not? Give it a go. There's a wisdom save coming your way. Oh, man. The bandit captain fails on their wind wisdom save and falls over <laughs> in this little rocky crevasse. Good job on the attractive laughter. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that'll uh, that'll do. Very good. Round ten. Dickie the knife doesn't really get a turn, but does get to make a wisdom saving throw at the end of it. That's a critical failure. Dickie the knife is. Still laughing. Still finds this whole situation just fucking hysterical. Uh, I believe it was from, uh, oh, what's the name of the movie? Oh, it's shit. It's also what? fucking hysterical. Yes, thank you. I just watched Road to Perdition the other day. So did I. I fucking love that movie. Uh, anywho, viewers, listeners, rather, at home, if you have not watched Road to Perdition, it's a great movie. Tom Hanks, no volleyballs. It's a great performance. Fjorten, it is over to your turn. You hear Dickie the Knife erupt into Victor's attractive laughter from this little canyon to your west. You've got Jeff unconscious but stable next to you. Uh, Peter is to your northeast with five hit points remaining. 
You're at full health. What do you want to do? What do I want to do? Oh, man. So what I'm going to do is not waste any time. Run across this ledge here. Five to jump up. So that'd be 10, 15, 20, 25. Get to this side of him. And I am going to turn into a giant badger. Oh, Anakin, you've got the high ground. And you're going to badger. I'm going to badger. Honey badger don't care. I believe turning into a honey badger takes your action, yeah? That's correct. Cool, cool. All right, so you are next to Dickie the Knife. You are a badger. You're the best badger. An amazing badger. Jeff regrettably gets passed over again. Oh, I'm sorry, Fjorten. Did you have a bonus action you wanted to do? Not as a badger, I don't. All right. Peter, it's back over to you. All right. I'm going to... uh, I'm hurt pretty bad, but I really, really dislike this Dickie guy. So uh, I'm going to run up to the other side of Dickie from Fjorten. Right on. And I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave. Hot damn. Thunder Wave away. Uh, I believe with the attractive laughter, maybe not. Uh, I thought there was a saving throw thing, like a disadvantage or something like that, but it doesn't look like it. Does being prone... All right, so because of the attractive laughter, they are prone and incapacitated. Can't take actions or reactions, and I don't think prone gives you anything. So attack rolls against Dickie are going to have advantage, but there is nothing about saving throws. So, constitution saving throw, unmodified from Dickie. A 16 is enough to succeed... Dickie is going to take half of the seven damage, but is not pushed. Uh, Dickie is going to get advantage on that next saving throw, though, because of taking damage. Peter, did you have anything else to do on your turn? Yep, that's enough. Excellent. Round ten, Dickie takes a with advantage wisdom saving throw. That is a critical success with a 22. Uh-huh. Is still prone, however... Still on the ground. And Fjorten, it's over to you. As the giant badger I am, I'm going to be doing the multi-attack feature. Ooh. Because each reach has uh, five feet, which should be just enough to reach down. Oh yeah, you can claw away at your dicky. So I'm going to bite, and I'm going to claw at dicky. Damn. So first one will be, uh, these will be plus three, so roll. Bite and claw and dicky. Biting claw and dicky. So first one would be an 11. Uh, give me another roll, because you do get advantage on these. Oh, well, that's fantastic. That'd be a 14. Uh, regrettably, a 14 is not enough to hit. Woo! So one more, then? Yep, one more set of two rolls. First one will be a 15. All right, that's a hit, but roll again just in case you crit. Eight. All right, we'll take the 15, so you can do damage on that... Claw. Did, I did say the bite and then claw, yep. Six with the claws. Six with the claws. Six damage is done to Dickie the knife. Anything else on your turn? For my movement, I want to jump down in front of him so it can be hard to escape if need be. Excellent. You jump down. Uh, regrettably. 
giant honey badger, don't give a frack. Oh, giant alpha badger, that is what I am right now. Ooh. Just bringing it back. Sweet. I'm just going to take Jeff out of the turn order here rather than keep on mentioning that because it just, just feels like I'm kicking a man while he's down. It is. Peter, it's over to you, and if you do any sort of melee attack, you will get advantage because you have a straight line to Fjorten between. I will do a melee attack. I will swing with my longsword, but I swing with a nine. Uh, a nine is your best effort, and unfortunately a nine is a miss. Uh, anything else on your turn? Nope just gonna sit here and wait to die <laughs> let's see what i can do about that round 12 of combat on flipping herd of dicky the knife takes half of their movement to get back up off of the ground uh they're gonna do things kind of one at a time here fjorton's the one that's really in the way so fjorton you get the first scimitar attack that's a All 15 right. does that hit your badger ac uh, Badger AC will be 10, so yes. Kaboom, you take four slashing damage. I should probably see what my hit points is real quick. 13, oh, it's only 13. Okay. So what was that first one? Uh, that was a four. Okay. We're down to nine. Nine. Second scimitar is only a seven, so that misses. And now the dagger. The dagger's a 23, that's a hit. So you'll take an additional five piercing damage. Four for the temporary hit points. Coolio. Fjorten, it's back to you. Your damaged badger is still standing. We're going to go ahead and repeat our action with the uh, multi-attack. That does not phase giant alpha honey badger. Do it. Nice rip, whoever did that. <laughs> First one is a seven. Second one is a 16 for the claws. Uh, okay, so actually it's two rolls because you got advantage because uh, Peter's still on the opposite side there. Uh, so 16 is going to hit on your bite. Do you want to do the damage or do you want to roll the other attack first? I'll just do um, the other attack. That's all right. Cool. 12, 15. All right, so that's two hits. Go ahead and roll me up a bite damage and a claw damage. The bite will be for five. Cool. And the claw will be for three. Right on. Very good. Anything else on your turn, Badger Fjorten? He's he's staying still. He's growling. Right on. Peter, back to you. I'm pretty tapped as far as things I can do. <laughs> and uh, I just want to really kill this guy. So I'm going to swing again with my longsword. Swing away with that longsword. Uh, the 21 you get because you've got advantage is a hit. Chop, chop, chop. Chop, chop with a nine. A nine. That is a good amount of damage. We are very nearly too wrecked. Oh my god. What level is this guy? <laughs> this isn't divinity. <laughs> See, two above, one above. Round 13. Dicky the knife. Dicky just wants to get away. This is not Dicky's day. Scimitar attack against Fjorten. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 10 if it meets it beats so yes, that it is. is 9 slashing damage to you ooh that brings me down to 0 as a badger alright so you are reverted to your normal form and then you're going to take another scimitar with a 23 that's a hit mm -hmm. 4 slashing and then the dagger is 18 is 18 hit your AC? 
18 does. That'll be another five piercing damage as Dickie's just slashing away at you, trying desperately to get free. Gosh, he really is. Bjorten, it is your turn. I don't know. I feel like we're in a, a power struggle of just getting this guy, just getting, I apologize, getting this girl down. Woman. Woman. Thank you. Powerful, powerful woman down. I'm going to healing word myself as a bonus action first. Right on. Then, so let's say um, I attempted to do a web. Since Peter is on the high ground, he would not be entrapped, would he? Um, you've got a little more control over where you cast web. Mm-hmm. And so if you desired, let me draw this on here. That's a 20 foot, if I recall. That's correct. So because you have a, a little more control, you don't necessarily you don't have to specify the point of origin because it's arranged. You could cast it in such a way as I have drawn it on the map here, uh, right. which would capture Dicky but no one else. So I will do just that. Okay. Do you have another second level spell slot? I did. I have two, and I just used my last one. All right. Well, you done cast web and. Each creature that starts its turn, we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Starts on starts turning your webs. I mean, I know this guy is trying to, this, sorry, this woman's trying to just get out of here. And so I am going to, uh, if they get it, awesome. If not, I'm still going to run out of here and head to the north, jump up here and run up. Okay. Because, I mean, if, he, if they attack me one time, I'll be dead. You scoot and skedaddle up and out of the way, right along the border of your hot, thick ropes. Mm-hmm. And Peter, it is over to your turn. Again, I'll slash him with my longsword. Ah, 19. 19 is definitely a hit. Take that. (laughs) Nine. Wouldn't you know it, that is one more point of damage than you needed to do. Oh my god. Just in like a pure lucky move with your longsword, you reach out and you just stab Dicky through the back of the neck. Dicky goes down, never to erect again. Ooh. Oh man! And after thirteen rounds of combat and one V-gatter down, you guys have exited combat. That was pretty close. I'll take those drugs now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna light up my pipe. My hand is like shaking. Like, man, that was close. <laughs> it's like the one of the scenes from Band of Brothers where they're lighting the cigarette after the shelling in Bastogne. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. All right, gentlemen. Um, so Jeff is unconscious for an hour. It is also the end of your traveling day on day three. Uh, so you guys have done about all you can do, so it sounds like, to me, it's time for a long rest. I think so. I'll go over to Stuart Soup and say, hey, thanks once again, buddy. Let's drag and tell him what happened and drag Jeff to the back of the wagon. For oh, I think Stuart Soup is going to make some nurturing, uh, I don't know, something with fucking kale or whatever. Everybody seems to think kale's the best thing in the universe right now. So, you know, there's whatever with kale for Jeff to get him back to normal and healthy. It is the best thing to show fish on in this display case. That's for sure. But. That's that's very true. It's, you know, it's funny you say that, because when I was younger, I worked as a, a buffet boy at a restaurant, and we used to take bunches of kale, put fish on it, like, you know, the whole fish and whatnot, and then at the end of the day, we would just throw the kale away. 
yeah, that's what we do for uh, for display cases. <laughs> for I mean, you just bought. I mean, it's pre- it was pretty cheap, and you, it looks good. Green, it's, it can stay for a, a day or so. But um, yeah, that's wild. Well, anywho, you guys are going to, I would assume at least, set up camp and take a rest for the night. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, let's do one more set of d20 rolls. Give me all three of your rolls. Twelve. Seven. It's all coming down to you, Mr. Fjorton. Twelve. Oh, look at that. I kind of go on a aggregate number here. You are able to, between the three of you, have a peaceful night of rest mm. and are able to fully recover before beginning your fourth day on the road. They say if you say J-O about three times, your bro comes and helps you charge your pistol. (laughs) Your bro turns up in the mirror. Yeah. (laughs) Lights up from your crystal. Like a a Star Wars hologram. (laughs) Heard you needed help charging your crystal. Here's a picture of Scarlett Johansson's side boob. I'm here for you, bro. You know what? It is, like, oddly wholesome. (laughs) They're just being friends. <laughs> just being friends, enjoying the same material and activities. Like the Alcoholics Anonymous circle. There I was one time, and I just, I didn't know what to whack it to. And then my J.O. bro was there for me. My sponsor, you might say. Met my bro, and Travis. <laughs> Travis was like, here you go, man. What do you say we do share today, bro? <laughs> <laughs> do you believe in life after love? Do you believe in life after load, after load? Yeah, the the echo, the going on into forever echo. After load, after load. I really don't think I'll blow enough, no. Oh, if they're going to jerk off, like, I don't think Cher is attractive at all, but teach their own. But if they're going to jerk off to Cher, I would think it would be, what's that video where she's on the battleship? She's kind of wearing a thong with her flat ass. If I could turn back time. If I can have my yeah, and like she's dancing around for sailors. Fucking share. Last time you guys played, you were on your way south to uh, to go reclaim Stuart Soup's wife. You were traveling along the road. You've been ambushed and attacked several times up to this point, and now you are fully in the desert. It is your fourth and presumably final day of travel. Sam, I'm going to have you make the first random encounter roll of day four. That will be a 14. As you are journeying down the road, as uh, you continue between these rocky, craggy structures and what have you, you hear a howling from behind you. A terrible, terrible howling. Does anybody else uh, hear weird things when next speaks? Yes.
Campaign 2 Episode 23, Watch Dickie Flee, was released on May 24th, 2020. We'll be back next week with more hot, hot, random encounters on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Fuck books.